Hello and welcome to another episode of the FSA podcast. Guys, I have a concept that I want you to ponder throughout this episode and I want to hear your opinion. So go ahead and reply or comment below to the podcast if you have an opinion on this question. So let's say that this is, this is sales, this is uh, doctors, lawyers, anything. If your skills are a 10, but your communication is a 2, how do you think people perceive you? Let me repeat that. If your skills are a 10, communication's a two, what do you think your impression is to most people? And I want to tell you guys like what sparked this idea. Um, I've been playing a lot of pickleball. Um, I don't know if anybody else here plays pickleball, but uh, maybe you're shutting off the podcast because you're like, I've heard enough. I've seen it all over my, my socials, my TikTok, everywhere. Um, I'm over it, right? Uh, if you haven't played, guys, I it's, it's just incredible. Um, I got uh, 6,000 steps in. It's uh, Sunday morning. It's like 10 a.m. I'm, I'm at 6K steps for the day. I was drenched through all my, my, uh, my clothes. It's just it's an awesome uh, little workout, low impact, get you moving, get your steps in. So if you haven't tried it, go ahead and try it. But this podcast is not about pickleball. It's about what I learned from pickleball over a long weekend of playing every single day. So I'm fortunate to live in like this really fun little community where, I mean, sometimes like these open plays, which are like Saturday and Sunday mornings, there's 30, 40 people in rotation at a time. And when you play, if you win, you split up. If you like, you're constantly splitting up. So you're playing and meeting new people all day long. And these are two to three hours at a time. So, uh, you, your communication skills have to be on point. Like it's all new people. You're, you're introducing yourself. You're learning a little bit about them throughout the game. Like what a wonderful opportunity to work on your communication and your sales skills because sales skills and communication really go hand in hand. And we're going to dive into that. I'm going to give you three ways to communicate more effectively with prospects on the sales call all the way through their coaching. So they become better clients because what I hear a lot with coaches is that clients either aren't compliant or they're, they're flighty and flaky and they don't show up or they don't do the protocols. They don't get the results. Not everybody, but we, we work in a tough industry. Okay. So it does happen. So I'm going to give you guys three ways to communicate more effectively with those clients. Again, all the way up front on the sales call, which translates throughout your coaching all the way till you know, the re-sign, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but let's, I'm going to kick it back to pickleball just, just for a minute, because I've, I've had the pleasure of playing with, uh, a lot of different people. Um, one guy stands out. I'm not going to say his name on here. We'll, we'll call him Tom. Tom is the most likable human I have ever met in my life. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that he comes off. He's like a, <laughs> he's like a, a, 40, 45 year old, uh, super athletic Asian dad. And he is just like, everybody knows him. Um, everybody on the court, he goes around, he, he says hi to everybody. He learns, uh, people's names, he greets everybody with a handshake, a smile. He is a blast to play with. He doesn't criticize. He hypes you up the entire game. So like the, the games are fun. You're joking, you're playing around. It's not like super tense. So you actually make less mistakes when you're playing with him because again, it's more fun. Uh, and therefore you win more games, right? Because you're not playing so tight, trying not to get criticized by your partner. Uh, so he's a blast in that respect. Brooke and I met him last week. He knows our dog's name. He asks us about our travels, our favorite locations. He asks us about our businesses. Like this guy is just like, he is the, the poster child for perfect communication and everybody knows him. Everybody adores him. 
at uh, we play at several different parks, and everywhere he goes, he's greeted from from everybody, right? Very, very stark contrast. Um, I have someone else in mind who I, who I don't particularly uh, enjoy playing with, okay? This guy is a, his skill is a 10 out of 10. He is a phenomenal player, but he is a drag to play with. Um, I play significantly worse. Um, not that I can't handle criticism, but like the, the size and like the, the, uh, the, the mannerisms and the gestures and things like that. When you're playing with them, you have to be like on your A game. And it, it's even when you're playing well, it's not that fun because you're not really celebrating the points with him. Uh, so he doesn't really celebrate points. He, he, he does not celebrate or, or give very good feedback uh, when, when you don't do well. So he is much better than Tom, the other guy, but... I play significantly worse. We win way less games together. Um, and, you know, the, the, the overall feeling that I have after I play and the people that play across from him is just like, all right, ready for the next game, right? Um, people don't, I, I think they don't super enjoy getting in like his rotation, okay? So again, uh, you've got someone who's good, like Tom, but communication is a 10 out of 10, so it's a blast whether you're winning or losing. And then you've got someone like this other gentleman whose skill is undeniably, you know, the best guy on the court, but it's a drag to play with him. Now, how does that translate, right? Why, why, why am I telling you this long, drawn-out story on pickleball? Well, it translates directly into uh, coaches, 100%, um, it, doctors, lawyers, anything, any career parents even, right? Because we're all in sales, we are all in sales. Like if, if we cannot communicate effectively, we are not going to get what we want, right? Which is essentially the definition of, of, of selling somebody, right? Uh, the exchange of, of goods or services for a desired outcome, um, you know, for, for better or worse, that's, that's the, the, the generalized uh, uh, concept of sales, right? So, I mean, as parents, you're selling your kids on going to bed at a decent time, doing their chores, getting good grades, you're selling them on this, to get uh, the result. Uh, lawyers, you're selling the jury on what you believe is, is the righteous uh, you know, choice. Doctors, I've seen this over and over in my career as a nurse. Doctors are selling patients. Nurses are selling patients on the idea of fixing their behaviors and their habits to avoid being put back in a situation that led them to the hospital setting. So we are all in sales, whether we want to be or not. So the the faster and further you advance your skills in the communication realm, the more successful you're going to be in every single aspect of life. Not to mention dating. I mean, dating is like the biggest, you're, you're quite literally, um, I need to phrase this correctly. I don't want to say you're selling yourself because that would be a very different topic. Uh, but you're selling yourself as a, as a suitable partner when you're going on dates. So again, all different aspects um, of our lives. So when you're coaching clients and their commitment is low, poor response rate, high churn, people are not getting the results that you know that you can produce. You're an amazing coach, right? You're an incredible coach. You can go on uh, your podcast, you can go on debates, you can tell you, you know, you can teach seminars, you can do all the things. But if you're not communicating to your clients, they're not going to get great results, which is going to come back on you and make you not look like a very good coach. And I've seen this happen. So it's, it's a balance between skills and communication, right? Because again, you could dial in the most perfect nutrition and workout plan. And if they follow it at 50% or 30%, the results are going to be subpar. And as a coach, that doesn't make you look very good. You don't get the testimonials and it, it, it I imagine it leaves you pretty frustrated, right? So 
on that concept, here's, here's what I'll leave you guys with. Okay. There are a lot of great coaches in the industry. There genuinely are. Um, I've worked with so many great fitness coaches in, in C4F and, and we've taught so many of them how to, how to communicate well. What I will tell you guys, it is very difficult to separate yourself from all the great coaches out there because there's only so much information at hand, right? New information is coming out all the time, but if everybody's on top of this, or at least a large percent, it becomes really hard to separate yourself from everyone else who has the same information available to you. Okay. Um, not to mention branding and marketing and thing, uh, and again, programming, they're, they're all three very difficult things to, to be so good at that you separate from everyone else, right? Maybe branding, maybe I'll give you that if you have 700 million followers, right? But regardless, very difficult to do that as I'm sure you can appreciate. So the one way that you can get a significantly, significantly better outcome on is in relation to your communication skills. That is something everyone here listening, I imagine that you're at least moderately interested in you can actually learn how to do that because I've seen a lot of people, a lot of coaches that are really good that aren't so good on the communication side. So if you're looking for a way to carve out your space in the industry, you know, create a, a name for yourself like uh, Tom did at the, at the pickleball courts, you, your communication skills will allow you to do that. Okay. So here are three ways to communicate better with your clients. Again, from the sales call all the way through the coaching to the resign to, you know, happily ever after is one, 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 one is active listening. Okay. Understanding your clients needs, uh, paying attention, writing things down, taking notes, bringing up things that they said, active listening is going to be number one from the sale all the way on. Um, articulation is going to be number two. So speak to your clients at a level that they understand. If a doctor is using all of his big fancy words and his degrees and everything, talking to a patient that has an education level of, of maybe like a GED or, or not even a high school graduate, right? Do you think it's going to work very well? No, it will not. So why would you as a fitness coach speak in this crazy high um, technical jargon to somebody who doesn't really understand it? So if you have to, um, with all due respect, dumb it down, and they're more likely to follow the protocols. If you can't dumb it down far enough there, then make it as simple as possible with your habits, right? Um, not even just dumbing the words down, but dumb the process down. And then three, regular follow-ups. So checking in, making sure that they understand, that they're following, if they have any questions, any red flags, um, following up with your clients all throughout their program, um, obviously you have your weekly check-ins, but if you assign them something, why wait a week? Uh, it's the same thing with, with our, our, our students here at uh, C4F. If I write out a plan for them and I say, I want all of these things done by the time we meet next week. If I have a moment, if somebody cancels a call, if I find myself having just like a free second of time, I might go back through and just see if they checked off those items. Or I might just shoot them a message in Slack and say, hey, how's that thing coming along? It takes very little time. Like people are very, very conscious of their time. And that's a wonderful thing. Like I have not a lot of time on my calendar, but I still find ways to check in with clients all throughout the week and make sure that they're progressing nicely. 
And so I'm, I have every confidence that you and your coaches, if you have assistant coaches, are able to at least shoot a message to your clients if you gave them specific instructions on what to do, what to knock out, what to work on. Um, I, I'm positive that they can do a check-in in between their check-ins, and it's going to go a lot further to that client. They're going to be more likely to resign because the level of detail and the level of attention and the care that you have in their results. Okay, so that's what I've got for you guys today. Active listening, speak to them, you know, clear articulation, speak to them, you know, meet them where they're at and regular follow-up. So again, if your communication is a two and your skills are a 10, people still perceive you as potentially a, a, a mean person, someone they don't want to work with, someone they don't enjoy being around. Okay. So it's better to be at uh, somewhere a balance, or if you can be a 10 on both, then you're going to go, you're going to go really far. So I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode. Okay. Sticking with me. Um, I know I've got a, a loyal group of uh, fit pros here that, that tune in every episode. So I appreciate you guys. If you're just listening for the first time, uh, I'm going to challenge you a little bit. Let's have some fun. I want to, uh, or if you want to put your communication skills to the test, um, on my, my link tree in my Instagram, my Facebook, you can reply to this or support at closers for fitness, uh, com or at gmail.com at gmail. Yeah. That's how that, I forgot how emails work. Shoot me a message and we can do a role play. You can role play with one of my staff members. We'll do a little communication evaluation, see how you're doing. And maybe just maybe you'll get better at sales and you'll get better at communicating your coaching uh, more effectively to your clients. So with that guys, hope you have a great day. We'll see you guys around.